What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Geek Vibes Live is rated G for Geek. Hey, this is Matt Lesher. This is Phil Lamar. Hey, this is Robin Taylor, a.k.a. the Penguin Gotham. You are listening to Geek Vibes Live. Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in on this really exciting episode of Geek Vibes Live. Today, we are having an amazing topic. It is going to be the top 10 movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I know, how could we even do a top 10? Every single movie within the past 10 years has been amazing, but we're going to somehow try to narrow it down I have two amazing, and I'm going to keep saying amazing, uh, co-hosts with me today. I have Kevin. Hello, hello. I'm going to make it to the world. <laughs> and we have Ryan today. Ryan, how are you? Fucking terrible. Holy shit. Oh, That's not the so kind bad. of energy. I'm, all I'm well, saying is big dick energy. That's all you need to know. Big dick energy is in this, in this chat today. Nice, nice. Uh, well, I hope you guys have that, and I hope you guys have a huge cup of coffee so that we can get into this today. Thank you both for being with me uh, this morning. Let's get to it because I know that this is going to be an insane uh, discussion. Again, top 10 MCU movies. Uh, I'm going to go kind of in alphabetical order with Kevin first. And Kevin, give oh. us your number 10. I know, putting you on the spot, but you oh. weren't here last week. We missed you, and I'm going to give you the top 10 slot. <laughs> this is my punishment for not being here last week. Huh? Okay. I, okay. I think um, it's kind of like a, a, a nice gesture. You get to be first. <laughs> uh, I, I'm okay going first. That's fine. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. I had to go on my letterbox app because I have on the letterbox app. Um, so my number ten is Iron Man 3. Um, ballsy. Oh, yeah, it's ballsy. I know. I'm also like, a huge <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. fanboy, so. Uh, the only Iron Man film not in my top ten is Iron Man 2. Um, but, like, this movie was, I liked it. Like, it had a nice little twist with um, the Mandarin being, you know, the guy behind the Mandarin being Killian instead of the actual Mandarin. <laughs> Which I know a lot of people didn't like that, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, you know, with I, I actually like Killian's character um, and, like, his henchmen. Uh, you know, when they take over the Iron Patriot suit, I thought that was pretty dope. 
and the go face switch to president. I was like, okay, that's pretty, that's pretty dope. Um, but I mean, this, this, it's just like, I think it's one of the best Iron Man films, but obviously I think it's the second best Iron Man film. Um, but like seeing, you know, it kind of, it kind of is the culmination of like Tony Stark's, the beginning of the culmination of Tony Stark's character, you know, because he's so dependent on that suit, on all those suits. Um, and then to see him just like blow them all up at the end was just like, whoa, that's pretty powerful. Um, but yeah, I mean, Pepper Potts is a badass in the film. Um, you know, we get to see that happy life down in Abbey. I mean, that's that's cool for him, I guess. But uh, yeah, I'm uh, this. I, I I love Iron Man three. I, I know a lot of people don't like it, but I was a big fan of it. So. Um. So Iron Man three, I wouldn't say is one of my favorites, but. I do like that it was after the first Avengers we got to see how Tony Stark was dealing with the anxiety of obviously almost dying in the middle of space, which unfortunately we may see in Endgame, um, but which would make Kevin cry because he's a massive mm-hmm. Iron Man fan. I'm a huge Iron Man but, guy. Oh, man, someone's going to be disappointed. <laughs> oh, shit. But I'm... I'm going to give this over to Ryan to see what do you think of Iron Man 3? Uh, Iron Man 3, oh, my God. Kevin, I don't want to rain on your parade, my friend, but (laughs) that movie is okay. I'm not going to say it's bad because it's not bad because it's got Robert Downey Jr. Nothing he makes is bad, but it's okay. The writing is all right, but the weird thing, a fun fact, is that kid that plays, like, the, the kid that uh, finds him in the middle of the woods and, like, uh, helps yeah. build the suit in the middle of, like, Tennessee, wherever state it is, is actually supposedly come back for the next Avengers movie and games. So that's a quick fun fact. I don't know why he's coming back, but who the hell cares? He's coming back. He's kind of adorable. But not the point. Not the point. All I know is, is the movie's okay, and that twist was not even good. They underutilized oh. the best actors ever to make him some British drunk. Be like, hey, oh, man, I don't like Ben Kingsley. I'm McCauley Culkin, or whatever the fuck his name was. <laughs> and I'm just like, what the hell am I watching, man? He had a bunch of strippers, and he was like so menacing, terrorist-like. And then, oh, dude, who is who's the pretty boy that played the actual Mandarin? I always forget his name because I don't like him. Who was it? Kevin, I know you know this since you love um, this movie so Guy much. Pierce. Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce, yeah, Guy Guy Pierce, Guy Pierce, whichever one. Yeah, the Guy Pierce. He, when he finally revealed that he was the Mandarin, I, I started laughing in the movie theater. I think it was the only person laughing. I was on the ground a little bit. I was tearing <laughs> up. I'm like, these motherfuckers take serious. Oh my god, these motherfuckers take serious. Uh, so that I mean, other than that, it was a it was a decent movie. I mean, yeah. I mean, Guy Pierce pretty much, he was just salty, I guess, that Tony Stark. I like exactly. him personally as an actor, but his whole thing was that he was just salty at Tony, and that was the whole premises. But you can kind of say that's also the premises a little of Iron Man 2. You had uh, Mickey Rourke in it who mm-hmm. got fucked over by Tony Stark and the Stark family and then decided to 
get revenge. So I guess in a way it was a very similar plot line. I, I didn't think Iron Man 3 was terrible. It wouldn't be on my list, but I'm going to, you know, say, Kevin, good job, because as you said, anything that, or Ryan, I forget who said, anything that Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. does is amazing. So let's do it. Yeah. Number 10, yeah. Iron Man 3. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're the Robert Downey show over here, yeah. It might end up being that discussion. We'll see how the list goes. Ryan, give us your number nine. All right, guys. So don't forget Big Dick Energy this morning. I definitely did not wake up a minute before joining this call. So Big Dick Energy, let's get this done. I'm going to say Ant-Man. I'm going to say Ant-Man. Oh. Ant-Man is my number oh. nine. Yikes. Oh, yeah. Now you want to say yikes because Iron Man 3 is so much better. <laughs> now, honestly, I, I want to say, I, I say Ant-Man, to be honest, because I feel like Going through all, like, the loops of losing, like, Edgar Wright when the movie was being made. They couldn't find a director. And Ant-Man wasn't, like, this huge character. And they got a really good cast, in my opinion. I love Paul Rudd. I think the dude's freaking hilarious. I've ever seen him in Anchorman and Anchorman 2. The the dude is just funny. Along with Evagene Lilly and then Michael Douglas as um, Hank. Dude, it's, it's a great cast. And I loved the chemistry that they had with each other, how uh, Hope was mad at her dad for not being around when her mom went missing. Meanwhile, he was always trying to find the mob, and she didn't know that, but they needed someone to help. And, yes, the the villain is stereotypical, how he just wanted – how Black Jack or Yellow Jacket just wanted uh, his power and the suit. Yes, I will agree it's not the best villain. The actor was okay. I actually like watching him and other things. Well, other than that, Paul Rudd was fantastic. I thought the the comical beats were on point. I thought the writing was pretty decent. And Peyton Reed did do a good job for what he was given. Now, yet the the second one, The Airman and the Lost, wasn't wasn't as great as the first one, in my opinion. But this one was really good. Michael Douglas was funny. I mean, how can you go along with Michael Douglas in a Marvel movie along with Paul Rudd? I mean, it's 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 fantastic. And I loved the action fight scene at the end when they were miniature in uh, his daughter's room and they were using the train set to fight. How they make it seem like this big oh cinematic fight on the train and then they zoomed out and it was just like little some little wood train. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then... I think it was um, Thomas the Train Toy said that he grew up and that he grew into a bigger size and then it put a giant hole into the house. I don't know. I thought I thought the movie was pretty funny. Falcon's cameo when they were fighting. He's like, where the hell does he keep going? And he doesn't realize that he keeps getting small because he has the power. I don't know. I thought it was great. The movie, the movie was really funny. I thought it was great for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I thought um, Paul Rudd was great in the role. Michael Douglas was great. Evagene Lilly was great. And I can't I can't wait to see Paul Rudd in Endgame. That is gonna be fantastic. It's already in my top ten best movies of the year list. Don't forget. And it's not even out yet, so Brian, I'm going to steal the like discussion for a hot second just because this is also on my list, which I'm sure is gonna happen this whole time. But I loved Ant Man. That shit was 
definitely in my top five, I want to say. Just because Thank Paul Rudd is you. just so good. He's so good in that role. Like, I think when he first got cast, people maybe were a little skeptical because he's a comedian. But he just oh, he killed that. Every... that role. Yeah, he did. He and he did such a fantastic job. Like, uh, still to this day, I think one of my favorite scenes is when he comes out of jail and he thinks that because he's an engineer, he's going to go back to having a great job. And there he is working at fucking Baskin Robbins. Yeah, hilarious. That um, and then you fantastic. have <laughs> you have Michael Pena who's narrating the whole movie, which is just oh my hilarious. God. It's just really like. Yes, I was wondering really if like someone heart- was going to bring him up. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I God, Michael Payne is think, fucking great. I still think that he needs to, like, narrate, like, game, like, the beginning of it. Like, here you go, just to kind of backlash the whole, you know, 10 years of everything that's been going on. It would be fucking hilarious to even have, like, a little, like, short trailer of that. It would be amazing. But I love Ant-Man. The action sequences are great. I love the poking fun at it, as you said, where they zoom out and they're on a Thomas the tank engine uh, toy. And I have to say, I'm going to sit there in defense of Corey Stoll as Yellow Jacket. I know that Peyton Reed wasn't exactly happy with that because that was a leftover of Edgar Wright when he was involved in oh, the I didn't movie. Know that. But I didn't know that. Yeah, Peyton Reed didn't want Yellow Jacket. He thought it was too similar to Ant-Man, but that was in the contract. They had already cast Corey Stoll. So. But in defense, Funny. I like that. I I like his character. I like the two of them going at it and this whole kind of, you know, Yellow Jacket feeling like he was the neglected son and then and then uh, Hope also kind of thinks that she's the neglected daughter because you have uh, Scott Lang coming in and he's given all this responsibility, but then Scott Lang points out at some point, well, he's disposable. Hope, you're not disposable. That's why. And, and the whole movie, just great. I'm sorry to keep going on about it. I love Ant-Man to me. It had that it had that Iron Man 1 feel to it where we had this new character being introduced, and it's just fucking amazing. Kevin, what do you think about Ant-Man 1? So I like, I, I mean, I like every Marvel movie besides, like, two. So um, <laughs> Ant-Man's not one of those two. Um, so I don't have a problem with Ant-Man. <clears throat> the original Ant-Man, I, I will say I like Ant-Man and the Wasp a lot more. I thought Ant-Man and the Wasp was a lot better in my opinion. Um, but I do like like the original Ant-Man as well. Um, I, I'm kind of with Ryan here. I don't really like Corey Stoll's character. I don't really like him as an actor, per se. Um, I'm not, like, super fond of really anything that he's done um, as an actor. So, you know, I, I wasn't, and the villain was, like, a little just, Issue in my opinion, um, I thought it's really cool that Paul Rudd was one of the writers on the movie, and he's he's like the star of it. I thought that was pretty cool, um, and, and I like Paul Rudd as an actor too. So I I like him in this role, um, but yeah, the, the show stealer for me here is Michael Pena, like ten out of ten. Like he's uh, he needs his own movie in the Marvel Cinematic, just like not even like a superhero movie, just like a superhero narrating movie, just him narrating. Like paint drying would be ideal for him. Well, I don't he, even care. He did want a suit in Ant Man and the Wasp. He didn't even care if it had any trinkets on it. He just wanted. That's a true. Suit. That's true. He just wants a suit. So maybe they'll give him a suit, and he'll maybe he's the key to Endgame. 
Maybe he saves everybody. Oh my god! Michael freaking Penny. Did he? Did he survive the snap? I need to know that. I think he did. Like, did did Luis survive the snap? I think he did. No, my, my son, my like, son Luis fuck, fucking died. He's gone. I'm I'm calling it now. My son Luis wins his little story heaven. No, oh my that. god, that that's just heartbreaking. <laughs> that like, I don't know if I can even continue on with the show after that. <laughs> We definitely need him back at some point. Um, so I think that's great. Number yeah. nine is Ant-Man. I'm a huge fan of that movie. Um, so I guess I'm number eight, and Brian took my Ant-Man, so that's okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, because <laughs> because I'm, tr- I'm trying my best to do this in descending order, so I obviously have other picks. But for number eight... I'm going to choose Guardians of the Galaxy 1 um, just because I remember I remember when that movie came out and I just had so much fun in the movie theater, you know, not talking about everything that has happened since with James Dunn and Dave Bautista and all that, just the movie as its own. The music was fantastic. We had this amazing soundtrack that I think I downloaded as soon as it came out. Um, I just love the whole... Anytime there's a movie that has to deal with a bunch of misfits who were previously assholes and got into shit ton of trouble and they have to get together in order to essentially fight against a baddie, I really enjoy that. I love kind of like the that it was in space and we had Peter Quill, Drax, Samora. Groot was my favorite. I don't know. I never expected walking into that movie and I would walk away and my two favorite characters are a tree and a freaking raccoon. Like to me, the Bradley Cooper is amazing. And Vin Diesel obviously says like three words the whole entire movie, but even that's just great. And I really enjoyed it. And I love the final scene with Ronan against uh, the Nova Corp. That was just a fantastic battle scene. And at the end, it's like, it to me, it's, it's still within that trying to poke fun. I mean, Peter Quill's doing a dance-off against one of the universe's most powerful villains. And also, to kind of, we also had another look at Thanos. Before that, when had we really even had a look at him except for a little glimpse at the end of the first Avengers? So, you know... I don't know if people even remember that Guardians of the Galaxy 1 is when we had a look of Thanos really for the first time, I want to say. And the fact that Lee Pace is coming back for Captain Marvel to reprise his role as Ronan is kind of, to me, solidifies that he did his job in the first Guardians of the Galaxy enough for the fact that they would want to bring him back. So. I really enjoyed Guardians of the Galaxy 1, not even just thinking about all the controversy now that has come because of everything around those movies. But I I love the Guardians of the Galaxy as a whole. I was super excited when we got the first trailer for Infinity War. And the whole time I was thinking, okay, where's the Guardians? The whole thing is that they're supposed to finally come together and they finally showed up at the end of that trailer. So my opinion is my number eight is going to be Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I guess let's do Kevin. What do you think about this? Um, I hate Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> no! Um, 
see I him. I feel like, like I'm talking to Tia when she doesn't see any movies. <laughs> <laughs> like I hate. I I I mean, it's not uh, like it's not my le- they're not my least favorite ones because there's some like redeeming qualities from them, but. Oh, it's, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's just like too comedy for too much comedy for me in like a superhero movie. Um, if that's what it like, the what really what's the really big turnoff is how the big like climactic fight scene of the dance off, and I was like, what? Like, this, this is how this movie's gonna turn out? Like I a dance off? Hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I will agree with you that I like Rocket and Groot a lot. Like Rocket's my favorite. Um, and it's cool to see Thanos in this movie and whatnot, but, uh, like, for example, this movie is, like, number 16 on my MCU list, and oh, so, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, like, when I say I don't like it, I mean, and I, I know I'm in the minority, like, this movie is, everybody loves this movie, but, uh, yeah, not I. <laughs> it's Although, okay, I really we all have our opinions. <laughs> Well, I want to hear what Ryan thinks. I, I, I was trying to decipher, like, who's the disgruntled groan, as I say it. So I definitely now know that's Kevin that did that. That was, that was me. Is it, yep. <laughs> is it Ryan as well? What do you think about Guardians of the Galaxy 1? All right. I hate to rain on your parade, but Guardians of the Galaxy wow. 1 is fucking awesome. I love, dude, the movie is great. How do you not like it, Kevin? The dance <laughs> battle at the end, it's pure genius. How, how, do you, how would you like to, um, can't think of the word because I'm so hyperactive about this movie. Um, the, the, this, this, correct, no, not this correct. Uh, what, oh, fuck, look what you did to me, Kevin. You're making me so angry because you don't like this movie. <laughs> This is why I love having Ryan on. He gets so passionate. Uh, Just keep going, Ryan. Keep going. (laughs) I I, I don't understand how you you don't like that dance battle. What's the word? Not the point. Not the point. I'm not even drinking Red Bull either. But what I'm trying to say is, how do you not like the dance battle? It's hilarious. They they try to confuse him. They don't. They try to make him not realize what's going on when they're trying to do something. And how do you not shed a tear? When Groot says we are Groot before he sacrifices oh. himself, yes, he comes back. My dude, I felt the tingle on my balls that we're starting to cry too. How do you tell me you're not trying to cry during that? <laughs> my balls are even crying. Like it was so. I mean, crying. it was emotional. It was an emotional moment. Yeah. Wow, that's all you guys say. Damn, my my, yeah, my it was just Groot emotional. Gave his life. Not really. Oh my god, man! Oh my is god! That how the, Ryan... the character chemistry was great. Oh my god! I can't even talk, Kevin. You're you're putting a hole in my heart. Slowly <laughs> but surely. Call it's... me Ghost. I, I'll, I'll call you Marvel hating son of a, a gun. That's what I'm gonna call you. I'm just curious. Oh what are the two Marvel movies Ryan you don't react? like? You want to know the two that I really don't like? I'm very curious what the two are you don't like. The Incredible Avengers movie? No, no, I love it. Get off this call. Get off this call. Nope, nope, nope. The The Incredible Incredible Hulk Hulk is great. Nope. The Incredible Incredible Hulk Hulk is mediocre at best. 
And then the one no. Marvel movie that I literally fall asleep every time I watch is Doctor Strange. Wait, so we're not even going to mention the fact of Thor The Dark World? Um, Thor The Dark World and Thor- Age of Ultron were terrible. Doctor Strange, actually, <laughs> I went back and watched it and actually pretty much liked it at that point, but Age of Ultron, I tried to get it. No, The Dark World, I tried getting through not too long ago, and I was like, man, I don't I mean, like this movie. Thor The Dark World's number 17, if that makes anybody feel better. <laughs> but 18 and 19, or 19 and 20, are just like, ugh. Wait, what's number 20 uh, for Doctor Strange? Doctor Strange is 20, yeah. Wow. Well, what was your opinion then of Doctor Strange in Infinity War? Is it the character alone, or was it the movie? No, like, him in Infinity War, he's kind of a badass in Infinity War. Um, Not even kind of, he's very much so a badass. Um, But, like, him and Doctor Strange is just like, I don't know. I I think it's the like multiple universes and going back and forth and the whole it, it just messed with my head the whole time when I was like I'm not a big fan of this. This isn't like this is trippy. So maybe I just couldn't wrap my mind around it. But maybe that's what it was. But it yeah, had no, a very much strange. like an inception feel. I don't know. I like yeah. it. But, I, but the first. The first time I didn't like it. After Infinity War, watching Doctor Strange, maybe I was just in, like, the mood for Doctor Strange, and I went back and watched it. I was like, wow, I actually really fucking like this movie. But we'll see how the second one goes, because they have been confirmed for a second one, and Scott Derrickson is coming back to direct, and they're getting all these same people. So we'll see where they go after this movie, how they even bring back all these people who had suffered the snap from Thanos. I don't know. But um all right, so number ten we have Iron Man three, number nine we have Ant Man, number eight we have Guardians of the Galaxy one. I'm gonna circle back around to Kevin. What's your number seven? Funny that you just talked about it. Uh Choose Age of Ultron. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my can, god. Uh, can, can we just like take him off the podcast? <laughs> I, I love Age morning. of Ultron. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that burst down your soul. Ryan, you said it you said it can't be an Avengers movie. Like Age of Ultron's good. It's an Avengers yeah, but movie. Age of Ultron's ten good, not seven good. Okay, that, that's that's the only other one I had the thing for. Alright, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you speak your mind. I'm gonna no, you yeah, let's mind. let's give let's <laughs> give Kevin the floor. Tell us about um, Age of Ultron. Um, Age of Ultron, I mean, like, that first opening sequence when they're all fighting, uh, crap, I can't even think of the guy's name, hang on, um, they're fighting, what's his name, not, uh, it's at the very beginning, um, I'm trying to find it. Hydra? Who is it? Oh, yeah, it's Hydra, <laughs> but that one, the, the main guy, the, the oh, oh uh, Strucker, uh, Baron Von Strucker. Von Strucker? Yeah, when they're fighting him and they and they all show up and it's got like that quick like that quick uh the one shot of like the horizontal kind of like horizontally of all all, all the Avengers showing yeah, up the same all time, up. but yeah. yes oh gosh that's super badass um and then like you're introduced to both the to both the twins and 
<coughs> seeing seeing the way that Scarlet Witch just like screws up Tony's mind um, when he's face to face with the with the um, with the scepter. And then it has, you know, like people, everybody hates on Age of Ultron, but y'all forget that that has like the best scene in the Marvel Cinematic Universe with everybody trying to pick up Thor's hammer. Like that is literally amazing. That was pretty pretty hilarious. Uh, (laughs) You get Tony and... Tony and uh, Rhodey put on their suits and was like, "All right, come on, are you even lifting? Are you even lifting?" It's like, "Oh my god, I was, I die every time I see that." Um, I mean, it does get a little long towards the middle, like when they all go their own separate ways and like Thor goes to Selvig and gets his gets his guidance and whatnot. So I, I mean, I guess it does go a little long, but the fight scene on Sokovia, and you have like the Avengers pan around and Hawkeye talking to Scarlet Witch and is like, you know, if you're going to, you know, if you're going to set the sidelines, set sidelines, but we, we need you right now or whatever. And she comes out and bursts out from, like, that little hut and just goes ape shit on everybody. Oh, my gosh. Like, phenomenal. And then, of course, you know, you have the emotional aspect, aspect when they kill off Quicksilver after, like, only one movie. But, I mean, yeah, Age of Ultron is super underrated in my opinion. Well, so really quick, I am going to agree with Kevin. I do love the Thor lift, hammer lifting scene simply because freaking the look on Thor's face when Captain America like slightly like budges it yes. was freaking amazing because it's like he never expected that. And he almost looked worried. He's like, holy shit, this guy's really going to fucking lift up the hammer. It's not going to be a good time. So I do agree. Like, I do love that, and I. So I, I'm one of those people that I hated that they killed Quicksilver off. I was like, holy shit, when's my man coming back? And it was like, nope, never coming back. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like so much injustice for this character. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, all right. The, the two things that killed me in Age of Ultron, and I'm not trying to like rain down on your parade, Kevin, at all. I hated the like super focused on Natasha and Bruce. I think they're so awkward. They don't go together at all trying to push this romance on us. I can't stand it. I I just, I don't like it at all. They don't go together. What? Because they're nice to each other? That, like, makes them, like, just stop. I hated that. You know, Natasha's supposed to be a badass warrior, and I felt like in Age of Ultron she just got reduced to, like, a love interest, and I couldn't stand that. And also the fact that, like, we got, like, 40 minutes at fucking Clint's family's house. I'm sorry, I'm going to say it, and I'm going to get a lot of backlash. I really couldn't give a shit about Clint's family. This only happened because Jeremy Renner bitched that he barely got any screen time in the first Avengers so they had to, like, give him, like, this whole fucking backstory where they're all, like, on a farm and shit like that. And I couldn't stand it. I was like, if they cut that out, the film would have been a much better film to me. So that's my little angry rant with that. So those are the two things that kind of killed the Age of Ultron for me. And also, I just didn't think that Ultron was that strong of a villain. Um but, I mean, they did have that badass Sokovia, like, you know, fight scene. I love Cap's uh, 
you know, speech of if you get hit, you know, do this. If you get killed, walk it off. And I was like, oh, shit, all right, Cap. He's into it, man. But um, that's my opinion with Age of Ultron. His best line in that entire movie is at the very beginning when Tony curses language. And I was like, oh, my God, this guy. That's like the (laughs) definition of Captain America, like the biggest candy ass on the planet. Like, oh, my gosh. Uh, I to me, I'm just like, are you kidding me? They made him seem like such an old man. Like I know he's technically old, but come on, like that whole shit language. Like, like and Tony's like, oh like did anyone catch him saying that shit? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's exactly. fair, Kevin. That's fair. <laughs> but Ryan, what is your opinion of Avengers: Age of Ultron? First off. We're, we're we're not mocking my wife, who Natasha Romanoff, and her little pity party relationship with my my dad, Bruce Banner. First off, that, that's that's <laughs> home story writing right there. One of one of the one of the dad? best to ever be created. That when they didn't continue it in Infinity War, I told them I ain't watching none of your Marvel movies no more. It's garbage. I'm done with you. Because they looked at each other and they they just they're like, oh hey, I'm just like. So you made me waste 30 minutes, 40 fucking minutes of my life in the previous Avengers just from to see, like, hey, like, come on, at least pay it off or say that, oh, it's been a few years. You were... Uh, it was super awkward. You where been. <laughs> it, it was super awkward. I'm just like, well, shit, there goes the pity party boner. Well, um, yeah, nice <laughs> knowing you guys. Have fun. You guys figure that out. I'm going to go watch a different Avengers movie while you uh, figure out your relationship problems while the world is ending. So that's one thing. So they ruined that my my wife threw Natasha Romanoff. God rest her soul. Anyway, dude, they completely <laughs> wasted James Spader. His voice was cool, but just like the fucking Ultron was useless. He was a big piece of scrap metal that Tony Stark and um, Thor could have just ended in seconds if they stopped being little babies and complaining back and forth to each other about making a killer robot. Like, come on, guys. You guys. Oh, my God. And then... I'm going to talk about some good things. The hammer stuff was pretty funny. When Vision picked up the hammer, that was pretty funny. But then Oh, uh, yeah, going, that was great. But then, like, they all start going into, like, the little side quest. Like, um, Thor finds Selvik, like he said, to figure out what the stones mean. Um, then some go to Hawkeye's house. No one gives a shit about it. Thank God they killed his family. Oh, my God. I thought I was never going to hear the end of him <laughs> going back to his family. Civil War, oh, I quit because of my family. Avengers Infinity, oh, I quit because of my family. Like, bitch, we get it already. Now they're gone and now you're back, so that's all that matters. Ronan-looking motherfuckers. You were sick. Yo, that Ronan scene in Avengers Endgame was so sick. Like, I, I swear to God, I think he slit someone's throat with that sword and he went like, ooh, sunk. Oh, my God, it was so cool. I've never had, a like, a Ronan acute, like, some Ronan Chinese stuff pop up my head. Oh, it was awesome. Anyway, as I proceed, everyone, dude, everyone just blames Tony for doing something good. Of course they're going to blame Tony. He's the easy target. He's the four, he's like 5'10", five, 5'9". Five, he's kind of on the small side. He's the small guy in the party. Yet he's the smartest, but the small guy, and he doesn't have big muscles compared to the other guys like beautiful Chris Hemsworth. But, you know, everyone just got to blame him. But other than that, it was a weak villain, and oh my God, could they? What is with those fucking accents that the twins had? I swear to God, 
And then Scarlet Witch just started losing hers throughout each movie. I'm like, why did you guys just do this? Couldn't you kill both of them, or if not, not both, at least Scarlet Witch? I'd much rather have Quicksilver than Scarlet Witch. But no, we need a, dra- a romance drama. Okay, I get it. Just switch her out for, um, um, I just said his name, Quicksilver. A little gay relationship, a little flip-flop in the comics would never hurt anybody. Yeah, I've done it before. Big whoop-dee-doo. I, first off, I don't like Elizabeth Olsen. I, I don't like the way she acts that character. I've never liked that character. I thought, I wish she, I'm glad she just fucking vanished into thin air in Avengers Infinity War. I'm like, wow, they did this girl justice. I mean, if this snap happened four years ago, I would have been even happier. Shit. But, oh my god, I don't know. I thought the movie was a mess. I don't know. I don't know why James Spader kept um, my, my baby mama and Natasha Romanoff alive. Like there was no reason for that. He should have just slaughtered her. The, the dude's like ten foot, and he, he's talking about world peace and world dominance. Like motherfucker, you keep talking all this talk, but you're not doing anything. You're giving people time to to defeat you. Like at least with uh, Thanos, he was going around. He had to find things, and he was having a hard time finding them. So at least he had a reason for not just snapping everyone right away. And Loki, Loki, I'm not even going to Loki in this conversation. But my point is, this movie is okay at best. I can't rewatch it. The only time I rewatched it was before Avengers Infinity War, just to get a nice little glimpse of uh, what it used to be like. I was very disappointed in Joss Whedon because the first Avengers was awesome. And I'm going to end here because I'm going to keep going on about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much the, the the conclusion of this is that we pretty much obliterated Kevin's choice for number seven, Twice. which I feel Two bad times. about. <laughs> Two times. I, I, that is true. We're both crucified. <laughs> Kevin's never going to come back on. He's going to be like, fuck this. <laughs> Listen, Kevin, I've no, been on, I, mean, I, I, I too have been on the receiving end of this shit, so I, I get it. I get it. It's it's bad. I mean, I get <laughs> Kevin. Really, not a lot of people like Age of Ultron. It takes, I guess, it just takes a Robert Downey Jr. complete fanboy to really like that movie. Yes, I guess no, I sit in the I mean, <laughs> as Ryan said, as Ryan said, everyone like blames shit on Tony, and like, and this is coming from someone. That I love Captain America, but it's like, you know, what did Tony do so wrong? Him and, you know, Bruce were just trying. And first of all, no one blames Bruce for Ultron, even yeah, though Bruce was, he Bruce had was just as much. Yeah, Bruce had just as much involvement as Tony did, but everyone feels like they need to, like, blame Tony for that shit. And, like, the accords and all that crap. And first of all, the, don't get me started, this accord shit pissed me the fuck off because I was like, would you have just wanted Ultron to, like, drop the city from that height, causing, like, a crater or some shit like that? I don't know. That's a whole other discussion. But, um, all right. So, you know what? Kevin got number seven, Age of Ultron. Uh, Ryan, what is your number six choice? All right, Kevin. I hate to be the pity party here, but Thor Ragnarok. The word. Oh, Ragnarok. That's a oh, good one. Show another getting, one to you? getting my picks here. I'm going to have nothing. No, go ahead. Uh, bro, Thor 
Ragnarok is in my top three best Marvel movies of all time. I love Thor Ragnarok. That's the one Marvel movie besides Infinity War that I can I keep going back and find something new with it because it's hilarious. Chris Hemsworth is great. He looks so much better with shorter hair than that long hair shit that they've been having him use for the past few years, first off. Second off, the movie's hilarious. It looks beautiful. Taika Watiti is a great director. All the characters, even though they're assholes, they were likable. The Planet Hulk subplot was awesome. He's my friend from work, and it's just great. And you know that, that joke was made from a Make-A-Wish Foundation child, too? That recommended to Chris Hemsworth yes. or Jake Kuwatibi. <laughs> and I'm just like, bro, one of the best lines in the movie was made by a Make-A-Wish Foundation kid. We should get them to write the whole script for every Marvel movie now. Come on, kids. And it's, I don't know, the movie looked great. It was it was fun to just watch. It was fun to be in the, the ride. Hella was, I'm not going to say a great villain, but she was a pretty good villain. She She got put into hell because of her father for God knows how long. I don't even remember how long. It was a very long time. And she comes back to reclaim her throne. Simple as that. But Thor and Loki are there, and they're in her way, and she's got to get rid of them. Loki is great as ever with his long, luscious locks. He's funny. And I don't know. I feel like Chris Hemsworth was just given all this comedical, comedical material to work with. And I think Chris Hemsworth can be the funniest man in the world if he's given the right script. And if this movie doesn't prove it, I don't know what does because this has got to be one of the most visually best-looking Marvel movies, the best-written Marvel movies, the best-directed Marvel movies, and the best-well-acted Marvel movies. The fact that they got Bruce Banner and the Hulk just blows my mind because that was a great addition, especially when Valkyrie and him kept saying to each other, oh, don't I know you from somewhere? And then he kills himself. And then she's like, why did he just kill himself? The fuck? And then he comes back in and she's like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. You can see his mannerisms. And then they blow up fucking Asgard like, pew, 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 pew. I love Ryan's sound effects. (laughs) No, okay. I I don't mean to get, this is, Again, one of my picks as well, so I'm going to comment on it really quick. Uh, two things. First of all, Thor Ragnarok saved the entire fucking Thor franchise. In fact, they, really they, said that they, they said that they had to rewrite some of Infinity War because of uh, Ragnarok, because of how they kind of, like, adjusted Thor. And also, like, two words, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, my God. Grandmaster oh, was Jeff so Goldblum. fucking funny. Yeah. Like, holy shit, Grandmaster was so funny in that whole entire movie. Like, great. I could watch a spinoff of him. He was great. That whole, like, as you said, Ryan, visually appealing as hell. Love the music, obviously, in that. Like, every battle scene was so good. Like, you make me want to watch it, like, right now. It's such an amazing movie. I loved, like, the whole, you know, Odin finally stepping up and being a good dad. You know, what are you, the god of uh, hammers? Are you, and, you know, you get that. Like, he loses an eye. You get the fucking epic scene. Like, everything, immigrant song is playing. It's like, it's just, I can't even talk. Oh, my God, I can't even talk about how good. Loki was fucking fantastic, and I loved him and, like, Thor's whole, like, finally brother relationship going on. Like, it was so good. Valkyrie was badass as hell. Like, she totally, like, 
she was like she's like the movie version of Jessica Jones. She's just drinking, like just doing her thing. She's Pretty so much. good. She just doesn't give and a And the fact that oh my god, and the fact that they like they blew up Asgard. Like they like Thor was full on like, you know what, I'm just gonna let oh, no, the Ragnarok happen. Shit up. Guys, Asgard shit, is like, a people. Oh, huh? oh my god! Oh my god! When they said that, when he was like, he was like, Asgard is not a place; it's a people. Oh my god! I wanted to like kill myself with that. No, so it wait, hold so on. good. Since, oh my! Since god. Asgard is a people, oh think god. of it like this: so when Thanos got to the ship, he killed half the people already, and then he snapped, so he killed another half. So there's 25 percent of Asgardians left. Yeah, think about it that way. I just, like, Thor Ragnarok is such a good fucking movie. Taika Waititi needs to, like, have, like, a 17, like, movie deal with Marvel because he's so good. And I've been sitting here saying, if they're going to do a third Guardians of the Galaxy, they need to get him to direct it because he can do anything. He's so good. And I'm sorry, I'm going to stop talking. Kevin, what do you think about Thor Ragnarok? I want to hear it. Gosh. Thor Ragnarok is literally like one of my favorite MCU movies too. It was oh my on my God, letterbox. I, I was about to have a heart attack. No, no, no. Yeah, on my letterbox, like, you know I hated it. This morning, you're giving me a disappointment no, this morning. I was always worried. It's my number six on letterbox. Um, it was one of my favorite <laughs> films of last year. Uh, like literally, it's like the first part is when he dropped down there with Surtur. And he's like, hang on, let me let me swing back around, let me swing back around. I was like, oh, my God, this is hilarious. And he's calling for uh, Heimdall. And uh, Ray Stevenson's character is just sitting there talking about it. And the, oh, and he's just sitting there playing. And Thor's like, I need to get out of here. Oh, my God. Like, I was, <laughs> it, the movie is so funny. And I know I said earlier, like, Guardians, I, I didn't really like Guardians because it was, like, too much comedy. But, like, I think Thor... I think Ragnarok has, like, the appropriate amount of comedy while having good action, too. And so, like, I don't know. I loved everything about Ragnarok. Like, Korg, Korg's character. Oh, God. Aww. I don't know about Korg's character. <laughs> <laughs> so, so played one of the funniest characters in the movie. Literally. One of hey, the funniest mate. characters in the MCU. <laughs> Oh my but god! My, my favorite so scene, funny. my favorite scene in this whole movie is when uh they're fighting on the on the bridge, and Loki turns up, and it's like slow motion. He's like in slow motion. He has his little knives, and I'm like, oh thank God, he finally came full circle. And it's like, oh, oh. my guy, Loki, you did it, you did it, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly, he was so good at it. when he has that like smirk. When Thor is like, you know, getting his thunder back, and it's like he's proud, he's proud of Thor, and I'm like, I yeah. love this whole shit. Like when, oh, and Carl Carl Urban's character in that could be underrated when he's like talking about all his collection, and he's like, I got these guns from a place called Sex Ass, and I'm like, dying. Yeah, this shit was so <laughs> funny. It was. Oh it was. It, it's. Genuinely one of my favorite MCU movies, so I'm glad we finally agree, all agree on one. <laughs> yes, hey, great. Home, Everyone can agree. I'm supposed to mean Ragnarok brings people together. I'm just, see, I'm just surprised <laughs> me and you are agreeing on things because everything I bring up, you apparently never seen. So. <laughs> yes. 
know. I'm not or, joking, I, Kevin. There was one show where me, her, and uh, <laughs> fucking, oh my god, every movie I was saying, she's like, oh, I didn't see that. And me, me and Kester was like, how the fuck have you never seen these movies? Oh yeah. Oh my yeah. god, it was great. <laughs> Listen, I'm sorry, guys. All right, it happens sometimes. It's kind of amazing that I even am, like, involved in all of this because it's like, what have I seen? Probably nothing. Um, <laughs> but I'm glad that Thor Ragnarok could bring everyone together. So just to kind of recap really quick, um, number 10 is going to be Iron Man 3. Number 9 is Ant-Man Number eight is Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Number seven is Avengers, Age of Ultron. Number six is Thor, Ragnarok. Uh, I am taking number five, which, you know, Ryan keeps stealing my choices here. So uh, I'm going to go with Captain America Civil War for number five. Oh, Just be- didn't even think about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Listen, to me, it's like, first of all, it's kind of like a mini Avengers because you have everyone there. I'm going to talk a little bit about, like, the promo and leading up to Civil War because everyone knows that Captain America, like, Captain America in the comics dies. And so everyone's like, are they going to kill Cap off or are they going to spin it around and kill Iron Man off? Who knows? You know, you have everyone. The way that they led into Civil War where at first, like my main, one of my little main disappointments with Civil War is that they kind of hyped up Crossbones as a villain and he was in it for all of like two seconds and then Scarlet Witch gets in trouble for that shit, which is like, would you have rather her had him explode like in the middle of the ground where civilians were regardless? It's like, you know, so there's that, but... I'm so happy that I'm not the only one that has, like, cop cars and shit in the background. Um, <laughs> is that Ryan or Kevin that has that? No. I live in... Yeah, that's not me. <laughs> okay. Where would I be? Um, but there was, like, uh, cop cars or whatever in the background. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, glad I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only one that has that in the background sometimes. But, so, Civil War, oh, right? Okay, it doesn't bother me. First... First of all, fucking Spider-Man's introduction was so funny. When they put out Queens on top of the screen, I, like, almost lost my shit. It was so great. And, of course, we have Tony Stark practically masking it to Aunt May, which is hilarious because in real life, Robert Downey Jr. and Marissa Tomei dated. So bring it around. Um, Wait, did they really? Tom Holland. Yeah, they dated, like, back in the 90s. So it's kind of hilarious. No, I didn't know that. (laughs) That's funny, actually. Yeah, so some little news for you guys. But Civil War was just great. You had, it was, like, so emotional with shit. And then it's, like, you could tell that you have a group of people who, you know, they really do care for each other. They don't want to fight against each other. But uh, at this point, this whole Sokovia Accords is breaking everyone up. But you It's just, like, that fight scene at the hangar scene was so hilarious how they brought Ant-Man in was great. And then, you know, the whole thing was Bucky. Like, I'm going to sound like I'm a, a rambling idiot right now just because there's so many little, like, parts in that movie that I just thought was amazing. You have Black Panther coming in. Like, we had the introduction of, like, two great characters in one movie. Um, 
with all of that going on. It was just so fucking fantastic. And then at the end with, uh, what was his name, Demo or something, you see, like, his big reveal. And I swear, my heart, like, because you have Tony at first, they all, like, the three of them seem like they're going to be cool again and, like, shit's going to be okay. And I swear, my heart, like, literally stopped as Tony was watching the footage of his parents getting killed. And he just looks at Cap. He just looks at... And I was, like, Team Cap this whole time. Like, on Twitter, I'm like, Team Cap, fuck Iron Man. And, like, you just see Tony just go, did you know? Did you know? And that whole thing. And I was, like, really just, oh, my God, someone's going to die. This is it. This final battle is when someone's dying. And when... And then, of course, we get the call back to the first Captain America where... Cap is like, I could do this all day. And, oh, it's so good. I really want to stop rambling right now, and I'm going to shoot it over to Kevin just because I know he's the biggest, you know, Iron Man fanboy, and he's going to have so many opinions about this. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, it just, I might, I, you might have to, like, cut me off here in a second just because I might go on too long. Um, before, let's put it this way. Before Infinity War came out, Civil War is my favorite MCU movie, like, by a lot. I love how they bring in uh, Black Panther. God, that scene where he comes in and he's chasing. They're doing the subway chase. Well, not the subway chase, but they're chasing uh. through the street. And he just jumps down and, like, it gives, like, a little, like, sound effect as he falls down with a little hint of music. I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is what I've been waiting for. Um Finally seen, yeah, like you said, when Queens popped up, and I was like, oh, my God, they're probably going to bring Spider-Man in this, like, oh, and he's sitting there, and so you're the Spider-Boy? Spider-Man. And I was like, oh, my God. This is everything. Spider-Boy? This is everything. Oh, my God. And, like, the the airport fights, the hangar scene is amazing. So good. Um, Like... When they're like when uh, Scarlet Witch is or uh, when Black Widow is fighting Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch like throws Black Widow down and she's like you were holding your, you were holding back your punches I was like oh my god, um, but like kind of like what you said Tia uh, the best part I think in my opinion like the one part that I was like that almost wrecked me was when Tony because I was 100% like Team Iron Man the entire like you know I was like you know because Iron Man's the best. And Captain America is a candy ass, and so like when 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 that when when they were looking at that screen and and he sees that, and I was like, damn, he's really gonna do this. He's gonna kill Captain America. I was like, oh my god, he's gonna really kill Captain America. And um, you know, and I want to I want to know what you guys think, but in my opinion, if it was like one on one, Tony against Captain America in that situation when Tony was like as pissed as he was, he Tony I think won. he would have. He would have won, like, very, I think very easily. Like, as soon as Friday says, um, you know, I've analyzed his fight patterns, I was like, oh, shit, it's going down now. Because he knew, like, what Cap was going to do before Cap knew what he was going to do. And I was like, oh, God, this is it. Um, you know, Bucky's a punk. He could he could die. I'm, I'm glad that he disappeared. Um, not, not a big Bucky guy, a little stupid bitch. Uh and also, today is the the anniversary of Tony's parents dying, so RIP. Um, oh, you guys saw that you, on Twitter? <laughs> yeah, yeah. RIP, Tony's parents. Um, 
But, yeah, it's – and literally, like, when he goes – when Spider-Man goes – I keep coming back to Spider-Man because I love Spider-Man in this movie. Oh, have you guys seen that really old movie on Empire Strikes Back? I was like, oh, my God, yes. Oh, oh my God. So good. And, and Rhodey's like, where'd you get this guy? And he's like, I didn't carbon <laughs> – whatever the fuck he said was so perfect. I didn't carbon date him. <laughs> yeah, but literally, like, only – uh, saving point of Bucky is Bucky and Falcon this whole time, and Buck, when they're like in the, when Spider-Man knocks them down, and 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 Bucky oh, and Falcon great. like uh, releases Red Wing, and and Bucky's like, you could have done that earlier. He, I hate you. He's like, yeah, me too, me too, Falcon. <laughs> I hate him too, bro. Me freaking too. Uh, gosh, I love this movie so much. Uh, also, it's my favorite Sam cameo. Uh, they had I got such a amazing like. Stank. Oh my god! I love when Ant Man is like in Robert's, uh, not right in Tony Stark's like suit, and he's like, "Who is that? It's your conscious, Tony. We haven't talked in a while." I was like, "Oh my god, yeah. this shit is so fucking good." Oh, I yeah, love Civil War. It's such a great you know. movie. Ryan, what are your opinions on this? Where the fuck is my man Thor? He got fucked them all up. Him and Hulk, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> No, 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 no. They should have been in this movie. They would have been the real winners. I would have voted, dude, if they said Team Cap or Team Iron Man, I would have put Team Daddy Thor. That's what I would have put. I would have put Team Daddy Thor. Ryan, they and were, be like, nah. They were in Thor Ragnarok. They were in Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> oh, damn, that's right. Fuck. I forgot about that. Yeah. I forgot about that. My bad. My bad. This timeline's confusing with the... With, Stop. Anyway, I was team. Cap. I was team Iron Man. Fuck Cap, his little bitch ass. I wasn't dealing with it. I'm just like, come on, man. We really, we're not in the 40s anymore. He was playing. He was Preach. playing the hard game. He really was. And I, I'm just like, dude. Tony's just trying to make peace and make sure everyone just does something. But no, King Captain America had to do what was what was right, what was right, because he's a bitch. All I know is he didn't want he didn't want to be controlled by the government. You know the government needs to control the Avengers. He was being controlled by them already, so he got a little (laughs) taste of freedom after after Winter Soldier, and he's like, "I'm never going back to this ever again." Fuck the police, and I'm just like, "Bro, chill. You've been taking too much crack. I get it. I've been there. I've done that. So stop. It's it's fine. We won't go through these phases." And I don't know. I'm I'm really glad <laughs> Natasha didn't choose the side at first, though. I thought she was in the beginning. I'm like, oh shit, that my that, my baby mama. What the fuck's she doing over here? She 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 on the right side. I'm like, nah 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 nah. But the banter, dude, Ant Man and all the new characters were hilarious. When he's like, I gotta try this, but I don't I don't know if it's gonna work. And everyone's like, what the hell is he gonna try? I might like blast into smithereens, and then he jumps and turns into Giant Man. I'm like. I remember in the theater, I, I'm just like, is he going to go into Jam Man? He went to Jam Man and I said, oh, shit! <laughs> and everyone in the theater was like, fuck yeah! And I'm just like, yeah! So I, I like that. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. But no, that was great. That whole entire... And then poor, poor Spider-Man wants to keep going and Tony's like, you're done. Yeah. You are <laughs> sure, done. You're done. <laughs> Sit down. You're laid out. I like too that uh, Black Widow decided not to like. At first, you at first you're like, man, her and her and Tony kind of hate each other. Like, 
why is she on his side? And then you find out, like, she's like, oh, man, I'm just, like, torn on this shit. I love that. Like, my one of my favorite lines is on Black Panther and Hawkeye are going against each other. And Hawkeye's like, I'm Clint. And Black Panther's like, I don't care. Oh, I, my I God. Don't care. So funny. Oh, God. <laughs> I was like, me either, man. Me either. Go home. But, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm uh, glad. I'm glad that we're all also agreeing on that on Civil War. Awesome, guys. Uh, I don't know how team, all right. team uh, Iron Man did with fucking Vision on their team. Like, come on. My my dude's a G. He holds Thor's hammer. He's better than Thor. He's Thor 2.0 with a bunch of green skin. <laughs> like, I don't know. Did anyone else, like, think that that whole thing was, like, how everyone got angry at Falcon or something like that for Rhodey getting hurt, and it's like Vision was trying to it hit Vision's fault. Falcon. It was Vision's fault, you know. Like Falcon was just yeah. trying not to die. Like Vision had to. Vision, Vision, Vision Vision. Vision had to like take it to a next level, trying to freaking obliterate someone. Like okay, like that's what happened to Rhodey. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm just mad what happened to Rhodey. I like it. Vision is fucking useless. He didn't do anything in Infinity War. He just killed Ultron at the end of Ultron. He did nothing in Civil War. Like, my dude, you're a super bot. Do something, you useless crap. Come on, other than have sex with Scarlet Witch and make a robotic baby somehow. Like, is that all he did for? Apparently. 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 Apparently a fucking useless team. Bro, does anyone have a nipple piercing? <laughs> Just curious. What? Does anyone have a nipple piercing? Because I got a question about it. I don't know. I'm, uh, I don't know. I have a nipple piercing and it's looking a little blue. And I, uh, I'm just making sure I'm not losing my nipple. I love where these conversations go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, stay tuned for the top ten MCU and nipple piercings. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Oh. So let's move along a little here. Uh, who's number? Okay, Kevin, number four. What's your pick? Number four. Oh. Number four. Um, I'm torn between two. I'm hoping both get mentioned. There's four spots left, and I have one, two, three, four, five movies that I think are going to get mentioned. So I'm I'm oh, worried that one might be left out. Um, okay, I'm going to go with Black Panther. Uh, literally, like, I think it's, I, I, well, it was the second best movie of the year until I saw Aquaman Thursday, so it's the third third best movie of the year, wait, in my wait, opinion. Wait, wait, did you say Aquaman was the best movie of the year? Second best, and then you were the best movie of the year. Okay, you almost gave me a heart attack. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Black Panther, oh. Gosh, I can't say enough good things about this movie. It was, I got to see it opening night with like a predominantly like uh, African American audience, and like to see their reactions and to see how like they dressed up for the event. Like they, they made it like an event event, and I live in Knoxville, Tennessee, so it's not like a super big city like for big time events like that. And to like to see these people dress up like it was like a like it wasn't like an event. You got like a culture event. I thought it was, like, super cool. Um, 
Plus, like, their reaction during the whole movie was awesome. Like, just watching it, the atmosphere, I think, played in to a whole lot of, like, why I like this movie so much, just because when I watched it, it was super hyped throughout the theater and everything. Um, but the movie itself is amazing. God bless uh, Michael B. Jordan's character, Killmonger. Holy crap. I, like, besides Thanos, I think he's the best villain in the MCU. Like, he made me emotionally, like, attached to him, and I was like, man, like, maybe this dude's not wrong. Um, and he, I mean, God, it was amazing. Uh, when, like, when he, when he dies at the end, like, I got, a, I was like, oh, damn, like, I, I'm gonna get a little emotional, like, seeing this dude die, because I really like Michael B. Jordan, but his character was just, like, so good. Um, Chadwick Bosman, oh, God, like, he was born to play T'Challa, I think. Um, and, I mean, the movie, it's like, it's just, the action's great. Um, you know, I want to live in Wakanda, like, for the rest of my life if I can. Um, I mean, there's really nothing wrong with this movie. Like, I, I really think this is, like, the perfect, if there was such a thing as, like, a perfect movie start to finish, it's, it's mm-hmm. this one. Like, freaking Winston Duke and ba- Mbaku, God, stole the movie. I want Mbaku movie just for myself because he was amazing. Uh, and this, when he comes back at the end and picks up that dude, uh, I don't know if it was, uh, um, I can't remember if it was Wakabi's character or if it was like another one of his characters, but he picks him up off the little rhino and just like throws him aside. I was like, damn, he means business now. Um, but yeah, this was, oh, such a great movie. I love Black Panther. I can't, I'm, I'm going to stop now before I keep going on and on. Winston Duke was amazing in that movie. Like, you go there and you're, like, expecting to actually be, like, into Black Panther, but you're not because you're all, like, waiting for M'Baku to show back up because that man's a freaking beast. Um, To me, first of all, yes, Wakanda is amazing. I was kind of mad at them a little for not, like, sharing their technology to the rest of the world. But then when you, like, sit down and think about it, you're like, is that a good idea? It sounds like a terrible idea because we'd probably just abuse the shit out of it. Um, But to me, I say that movie was all about the women in that movie. I'm going to be that type of person. Oh, yeah. the, the, The female warriors in that movie were badass, like, Deny Danae, oh my god, I don't know how to say her name, I feel so bad, but she was so freaking badass and, like, so dedicated at the end when, like, Daniel Colo, oh my god, I'm terrible at names right now, um, but when her lover is like, would you strike me down? And she's like, for Wakanda? Anytime, or something like that. That shit was so badass. Like, to me, it's like, you know, Chadwick Bosman's great, but the movie wasn't even about him. The movie wasn't about him. The movie was about all the badass women warriors in that movie. Like, they just stole the show. They were the true, like, MVPs of the movie. If I could say, like, a little criticism about it, I love Michael B. Jordan, too. And I felt like he was way hyped for that movie. And he really wasn't in it a lot. Like, I expected a lot more, like, from the trailers, I really was, like, this guy's badass, he has, you know, uh, a scar for every person that he's killed, and he's going to be this, like, and he, I mean, he had, like, this vision, obviously, but to me, I just didn't think that there was enough of him in the movie, as I said, the movie was all about the female warriors and in Baku, and I really expected more of Killmonger, 
Like, people were comparing mm-hmm. him to Loki, and I was like, I don't see him really as a Loki. Like, I understand that his motives can be justified, but to say that he's on the level of Loki, I just don't see that. Um, the ending was, was nice, like how he, you know, made that statement where he said, um, just just kill me or something like that, you know, like my ancestors uh, who were thrown off the boat because they knew that that was better than enslavement or something like that. Like, that was a great line. That was a great line. I just wish we had more Michael B. Jordan in it because he's stellar. I mean, look what he's doing with Creed. (laughs) Why wouldn't you want more of him in your movies? But that's just my personal opinion. Black Panther, to me, isn't even about Chadwick. Sorry, Chadwick. It's about M'Baku. Like, oh, my God, when he's just sitting there and, like, in it, I hate to keep going back to Infinity War, but when he's sitting there and he's, like, just chanting and he pretty much is, like, there for T'Challa and he's, like, any time brother or something like that, oh, my God, such a great fucking character. Did he survive the snap? I don't even know. I forget now. He did, he did. He, he, survived. he did, he, survived. he did, yeah. My boy survived. He did, He's going to be in Endgame, thank God. Let's all pray for it. Yeah, Mbaku, oh. oh, my God. When he says to them in Black Panther, when he was like, we'll feed you or something to our people, and he's like, ha-ha, never mind. We're vegetarians. <laughs> We're vegetarians. <laughs> <laughs> We're veg- oh, my God. That shit was so funny. But, yeah, great choice. Ryan, how do you feel about number four being Black Panther? Well, uh, Black Panther was a, a good movie. I'll admit, it was a good movie. I was when the movie like was uh, advertised and all that. I'm not gonna sit here in line and say, "Oh my God, I thought it looked, it looked amazing and it was gonna be good." First off, this was like the first Marvel movie where I didn't like the CGI or the effects. The final fight between mm-hmm. him and Killmonger on the train station, bro. I don't know. That was a little fake looking CGI. It was. So bad to watch. I thought I was watching a DC movie. That's how bad it was. And you guys can't say I'm wrong because DC's got some really shitty CGI for some reason. When they got better budgets yeah. than most Marvel movies, they made fucking Aquaman for two hundred million dollars. And I still think the CGI. Yeah, but you can tell. You, 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 the CGI is okay, good. I'm, I'm gonna see it soon, Kevin. As soon as I get out of that here, I will text you. I will message you on Slack and be like. Dad, I don't know what you're talking about. No, but that's not the point. <laughs> that's not the point. I I thought the fight scenes were... I didn't think they were the best films, but I thought they were pretty decent for what they were. But I will say, dude, Eric, Eric Killmonger and Michael B. Jordan were the best part of the movie. Him and M'Baku and just everyone else that wasn't T'Challa was a fucking standout. And I, I feel like they purposely did that because they gave T'Challa his... Rise to glory in Civil War. They pay in Civil War. They paid a lot of attention to him, a lot more than I thought they were when the movie came out. And I felt like this was the movie for all of his the supporting characters, with Denai Guerrero, Shuri, Mbaku, and all of them. I I felt like this was their movie, and it definitely felt like their movie. You could see it in all the character dialogue, all the the building progress with Mbaku and everyone with the mother, and. Black Panther was just there, but they were all under the Black Panther. It was very weird, but um, great story arc for all the characters. Very strong story arcs. I didn't necessarily think Ulysses' claw was necessary to the movie. I felt like since they like 
fucking put, shoved him into Ultron. That's why they kind of had him in this movie. And he, this was like the first role I didn't necessarily like Andy Serkis in because he was so underutilized. And his little hand cannon looks so ridiculous. I'm like, what the fuck? Is his hand splitting into two between the middle and becoming a hand? I don't know. I just didn't like it. And his character was a bit weak, in my opinion, because he died off halfway through the movie. And you had no, no other build off than when he got his hand cut off by Ultron. So, other than that, the movie was pretty good. I did like the emotional ending when he killed Killmonger. And it was a great payoff in the end when they opened up Wakanda to uh, the Starbucks, obviously, and all of them. So, it was a good movie. I don't think it was one of the better, like, the best movies, but it was a good movie. And I I definitely know I'm in the wrong compared to everyone else here. Because I know everyone loves that movie. I love the casino Best picture. Yeah, I, I don't I, know how to nominate for best picture, so I'm sorry. It was a good movie, but I don't think best picture worthy. That would I I feel like that should be like another discussion, maybe even on like Twitter. Like you know, what do you guys think about that movie being nominated for best picture? You know, is it deserving? Is it not deserving? It would definitely be interesting. I mean. It's such that in the past, like, you know, Marvel movies haven't been nominated, but you have to think about, and I think we've discussed this maybe last uh, last week, but when this whole shit happened, like, you know, started 10 years ago, superhero movies weren't as big as they are now, certainly not on a mainstream level. So if you have to think about, like, Black Panther is popular on a mainstream level, so it's getting that attention. So I think that's another reason why we're seeing, you know, a superhero movie finally nominated for Best Picture. And you also have to think about, you know, the cultural impact of everything. I mean, people, like, that, the amount of money that Black Panther earned, holy shit, like, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but that shit was so good. Like, I think that, fun fact for you guys, like, Saudi Arabia, for the first time in 30 years, showed a movie at the movie theater, and it was Black Panther. So, I mean, it's a big, like, cultural phenomenon. So that's what I'm going to say on that. Um, I think it's a great choice for number four. Um, Again, to me, it's, like, not even about T'Challa. I hate to say that because he's (laughs) the main character, but it's about everyone else. Like, that casino fight scene was to me, a great mm. fight scene. I love that shit. Like, when, um, I'm terrible at pronouncing names. O- Oko? Oki? How do I say her name? Can someone help me out here? Okoye. Okoye? Okoye. When she just, like, threw her wig off, when she, like, threw her wig off because she was, like, fucked this hair and, like, started fighting, that shit was so badass. Like, I love that shit. I, you know, I gotta sit here and represent for the ladies because Black Panther was all about the ladies. So definitely amazing. And Mbaku is so happy that he survived the snap. Um, great choice, Kevin. Great choice. Um, number Thank three. You. Thank you. Let's go. Thank you. Uh, let's go to Ryan for number three. What's your choice? All right. I'm going to ask you guys to do this, me this one big favor. I want you guys to do three and two because my number one I want this, the, my next pick to be number one. And, Tia, you already know what my number one pick is. I mention it in every single podcast. And if this movie doesn't get number one, I'm going to be extremely pissed. 
and I really don't trust Kevin to make it his number one. I think I think it might be my number one. Well, what's your number one? I, I want to say it, but does it start? With, does it start with an I? Yeah. So let's not talk about that because we already know what number one's going to be. It's going to be a huge, okay, okay, massive I'll discussion. Do so I'll do a different choice. I'll do a different choice. Oh my god! I'm about to cry because I never thought I'd agree with Kevin this this far in it. <laughs> Hold well, up, I sorry. think it's the best sorry. movie of the year. <laughs> the tears are coming down. Fuck. Oh my god, Kevin, you you made me a happy man, more happier than a marriage day proposal <laughs> shit. Okay. Anyway, like I was saying, shit, you took a Civil War, didn't you? Too damn. I was so hard set on making Infinity War my number one that I didn't even think about anything else. So I'm I'm a low boy. I'm I'm going through all the MC movie MCU movies really fast in my head. I don't want to say Endgame because that hasn't come out yet, but I already know it's going to be one of the best movies next year. We can't choose Endgame. <laughs> okay, Spider-Man Homecoming. Boom. I okay, yeah, that. I was like, man, if he, if, I was like, if he doesn't say Homecoming, I'm not saying Infinity War. I, I wanted to put Spider-Man in here, but I'm just like Ant-Man and uh, Thor Ragnarok. I'm just like, dude, they, I got to give them credit for their own thing. But I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're making Infinity War. War number one because I did want to mention Spider-Man Homecoming. Personally, Tom Holland is Spider-Man. He is the rendition of physical rendition of Spider-Man and Peter Parker combined into one. When you first see him in the Infinity War, not Infinity War, fucking Civil War, you can see that he's a kid between his, oh, did you guys see this really old movie called The Empire Strikes Back? And that, that line right there <laughs> just shows you his mentality. That shows you where he is in life. That shows you what he knows, how old he is, what his personality is. And it's great. And even in Infinity War, he's like, did you see that really old movie where the alien comes out of the chest? And I'm just like, bro, this is fucking amazing. <laughs> this, this is everything I wanted in a, Mar- a Marvel teenager. Someone bringing back past movies and using them in real life. Now, Homecoming was great because they also used a villain that I never thought they'd use, and that was Vulture. And Michael Keaton as Vulture, I would have never pictured until they did it. I'm going to be honest. Michael Keaton was awesome as the as um the villain, because personally he wasn't a villain, even though he was the quote-unquote villain in the movie. My dude is not a villain. He got mistreated by the government because these people in the hierarchy decided to do their thing in New York and not listen to government laws. So the, he paid the price for something he never did. So what he decided to do was take back what was his and provide for his family. And just because the government didn't like it because it was happening with bad people, he's seen as a villain when he's just a guy trying to help his family and make sure that he can put a fucking hot meal on their plates at the end of every night. So I give him kudos to that, and that's what Marvel has been doing great lately. They've been making characters that you can relate to between him and Killmonger, Ghost, and everybody recently. Even fucking Thanos, for crying out loud. You can sort of say, I mean, he's, he's kind of crazy, but that's besides the point. All I'm trying to say is Spider-Man Homecoming was great. The directing was whatever. The director did fine. There's, there's not much you can do, but the, I love the way the suit looked. I love how Peter was hacking the suit, and it was like instant kill mode. He's like, no, 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 no. I don't want to kill anybody. <laughs> the, fact, the fact that Tony Stark added the instant kill mode was fucking hilarious. And I really enjoyed how they didn't use Tony Stark in this movie. They used him for a few things, but the way the promotion made it look like he was going to be in a portion of this movie. And he really wasn't, and I'm glad that he's like, he wasn't in, he's the Uncle Ben character. 
And the last scene with AMA finding out that he's Spider-Man, what the fuck was fucking amazing way to end the movie. It was awesome. I loved it. It was, it, it was amazing. And from what I read with Far, Far From Home was that she's accepting of his powers and she's encouraging him to do what he does. So, I don't know. I thought it's great. I can't wait for Far From Home. I thought Tom Holland did fantastic. I thought the movie was awesome. And it was a great way to bring Spider-Man to the MCU. Oh, Ryan, I'm glad that you took Spider-Man Homecoming because Tom Holland is just an amazing Spider-Man. Like, I know that a lot of people at first kind of felt like cheated, that they didn't get enough Andrew Garfield and obviously have Tony Clark for the past. Tom Holland is just so great. The fact that we went with a younger Spider-Man, he's making all these amazing little, like, pop culture references. He's in high school. He's just trying to deal with being a high school student. You have Ned was hilarious. I could be your guy in the chair. And and then at the end where he's like, I'm the guy in the chair. He's just so amazing with that shit. And I have to agree with you that I really didn't see Michael Keaton's vulture as a villain. He was just trying to provide for his family. And he even had like, okay, this is going to be the one last, you know, heist pretty much before I can like fully provide for my family. And even like what I love about Tom Holland's Spider-Man is the amount of heart that he has because at the end he could have walked away from Vulture but he went and he saved him because that's what heroes do like he like he's just so good he has, he's like the heart of the MCU right now and even though we didn't have a lot of Tony in this movie I still loved the um like the father-son relationship, essentially, when, you know, Tony's like, if something happens to you, that's on me, and I'll feel bad, which we obviously saw happen. Um, but Spider-Man Homecoming is a great movie. I'm definitely going to agree with you. Um, Kevin, what do you think? Man, I was so happy. I was hoping that you would say this, because I was like, if he doesn't say this, I'm saying Homecoming instead of Infinity War, um, because Homecoming is my third favorite <laughs> MCU movie. Uh, I love, love Homecoming so much. I love Tom Holland. Um, quite frankly, this is like the only movie that I'm like, okay, that being in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that barely features Tony Stark, I'm like, you know what? This is this is okay. Like, it doesn't have, you don't have to have this much Robert Downey Jr. in this movie because Tom Holland does great. Um, I love Ned's character. Uh, the best part, the uh, when he goes and goes pick and he picks up, he picks up uh, Vulture's daughter and he finds out that it's Vulture is her dad, and mm. that little car ride that it's like in silence. Oh my gosh, that is they pulled up the gun. Phenomenal, phenomenal. I was, um, I was, and then that. like Tom Holland just kills it. Like at the end uh, when he's like lifting up the building, he's like crying. Or he's under the building and he's like crying and he's like and you're like oh my god this is like a kid he's he's, he's like a kid uh, it's, he's so good and I'm so happy that they didn't show like another like a regular like a, like the other two Spider-Man franchises where you have to go through seeing Uncle Ben die and you're like okay I know like the dude died we get it yeah. we saw it once we saw it twice thankfully we don't see it a third time uh, but uh, so great such a great movie I'm so glad you said it Ryan. <laughs> you're welcome. I am too. Um, I think that's a great pick. Unfortunately, I'm going to speed along just a little bit because I know what our number one pick is going to be, and we're probably going to discuss it for a long time. So um, great number three pick. 
Uh, I'm going to take number two because I know what number one is going to be. But so number two, my pick is uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier. I'm sorry, I fucking love this movie still to this day. It's my, one of my favorite movies. Like I think if I do that whole letterbox thing, it's going to be like, if not number one, Wait, what movie number then? two as well. Winter Soldier. I love that film. First of all, to me, it feels like the first, if not one of the only, like, gritty MCU movies we have. It's a whole government espionage, the uh, organization within an organization saying Cap is, you know, and we all kind of thought that Cap was going to be a little, like, kind of like an invalid when it came to like the new world, but he's kind of adjusting pretty well. And you have, I love his whole dynamic with Black Widow, that whole movie, how uh, he's pretty much kind of getting wise that this whole uh, big brother watching thing isn't something that we should have. And it's not a good idea, even though Nick Fury's like, you know, this is the only way we need to have constant surveillance on people. Um, I love that shit. Cat uh, finding out that not only is Bucky alive, but he's a brainwashed uh, weapon for Hydra, that whole Hail Hydra shit, the whole entire movie. And I have to say, my favorite scene, and also that's the film that we are introduced to Falcon, which is great. My favorite scene in that is when Cap and Black Widow are in the basement of the old S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, bunker, and you find out that that mad scientist is pretty much living within the computers and you find out the whole Hydra thing and then he's like I was distracting you this whole time oh I love it I love the whole darkness of Captain America you think that Nick Fury is dead that like scene where he's just driving and Bucky's in the middle of the street and it's like that screeching almost I mean this is the Russo brothers introduction to the MCU and it was fucking amazing I had like a heart attack that whole entire end scene, like hoping that they could, you know, be able to take down the helicarriers. It was just a great movie. I love The Winter Soldier still to this day. I think it's definitely one of my favorite movies. Um, So, yeah, my number two is The Winter Soldier. Um, Ryan, what do you think? Um, I'm in the minority again. I really did like uh, Winter Soldier. I still don't think it was, like, Everyone praises it to be this mastercraft of a movie. And, yes, it was very well directed, I will admit. Great acting, all that great story. But I don't know. Something that took out of the movie for me was, so when the movie was coming out, I actually had no idea who the Winter Soldier was. So when I saw this, I'm like, ooh, Winter Soldier. And then I was watching the trailer. You saw the mask. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? And then they ruin it with the trailer. And then I was kind of mad because I'm just like, I knew everyone else knew except for me. But it'd still be nice if they kept it a secret, so I was, I was a little butthurt. And then I started reading up more on the Winter Soldier, and it was Bucky, yada, yada, yada. And I, I was butthurt because I actually didn't know who it was. I, I thought it was going to be a secret. And I'm not saying that's the complete reason why, but it, it's a big portion. And I don't know. I, I actually have never watched this movie that, that, all, that many times. I saw it maybe twice in the theater. And then once or twice afterwards. So I'm still trying to, like, refresh in my head a little bit. But the ending was really awesome, I, I'll say, on the, the Quinjets and all that, or the the shield things, the helicarriers. 
the fight between him and Bucky, you felt the emotional impact it had on Steve when you because you knew you knew Steve knew who it was, but Bucky was since he was brain fuck, I can't talk brainwashed, he didn't know who Steve was, so he was just gonna kill him. And the fact that Steve Steve just was gonna allow him to kill him was showing you something else. And then at the end, you saw the Winter Soldier save him from the water. And I thought it was a great finale for the movie. But, yeah, I'm in the minority when I say I didn't think it was one of the best movies. But it's definitely in the top ten. Definitely in the top ten. All right, cool. Um, Kevin, what do you think about my pick? <laughs> um, I actually with Ryan. I... I... While I while I'm not saying that Winter Soldier is like a bad movie, um, I really just don't understand the hype that everybody gives it. Like we talked about earlier this week in the Slack, and I was like, I mean, I I guess everybody just like really likes it, and I I, I don't really see why. I mean, it's a good movie. I'm not saying it's not a good movie. It's a, it is a good movie, but like, is it better than? Is it in the top five MCU movies in my opinion? Probably not. Like I'd pick. Ragnarok, Black Panther, Homecoming, Avengers, and Infinity were over uh, Winter Soldier in like three seconds. So, I mean, it's it's good. It's got its good parts. I like that elevator fight scene. That's pretty dope. Um, I like when, like you said, when uh, Bucky is in the middle of the street and Fury's driving down, he's just like sitting there in the middle of the street. He's like, damn, dude, this dude's not going to move. Um, and when he catches Captain America's shield, I thought that was pretty crazy. Uh, but I mean, it, it, it's a good movie. I like it. I have it on DVD. I watch it from time, time to time. But yeah, I mean, it's a good pick. You like it. You it's like it. It's your it number did, two. It's it, our number two. It's it's because it didn't have Robert Downey Jr. in it, right? <laughs> That's exactly why. It's because it didn't have Robert Downey Jr. and it was promoting Team Captain, Team Captain as candy ass the whole time. <laughs> Uh, well, you know now I now I know how it feels to be Kevin right now. Um, <laughs> Literally, <laughs> but, you know that that is definitely my pick. And again, for time's sake, I'm not gonna uh, stay on it too long. Um, guys, this is amazing right now. I'm gonna go through the list because I I already know what the number one is going to be. So let's go through the list right now for number ten. Iron Man 3, number 9, Ant-Man, number 8, Guardians of the Galaxy 1, number 7, Avengers, Age of Ultron, number 6, Thor, Ragnarok, number 5, Captain America, Civil War, number 4, Black Panther, number 3, Spider-Man Homecoming, number 2, Captain America, The Winter Soldier, and number 1, I'm going to, you know, who's, I'm going to give it to Kevin, He's going to say, and then we're all going to, like, freaking agree and go ape shit on this. So, number Kevin, you have the honor of saying it. Before, <laughs> before I say it, I just want to say, when I, said in, when I said Age of Ultron, I fully anticipated somebody to say the Avengers. Um, we can, and yeah, so, I know. by I no means. Can we admit that the, the Avengers is not on this list somewhere, but yet Ultron yeah, is? Yeah. <laughs> I, I fully uh, anticipated somebody to say the Avengers, and so I don't. By no means do I think Age of Ultron is better than the Avengers. Now that's out of the way. Um, the number one is without a doubt Infinity War. Uh, God, <laughs> like literally, I think it's in my opinion it's like it's hard. It's it's between this movie and The Lion King as like the best movie of all time. 
Um, it's so good. Uh, literally, like, 10 years in the making. Um, 20, 19 movies, or 18 movies, building this up. And to see it all come, like, full circle was just, like, jaw-dropping. Um, I probably saw it, like, four times in the theater. And then the day it came out, I, like, ran, rushed to Best Buy. I was like, I need the Steelbook best version that I can get of this thing because this is, like, it was a life-changing movie. Um, you know, like, the action is great. The Battle on Titan, the Battle on Wakanda. It takes a little while to build up to that which that was kind of surprising to me, like how good the actual like story writing in this movie was because it wasn't just like immediately jump in, fight, 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 fight for two hours and 30 minutes. It was a little bit of like story building. You had like Thor um, building Stormbreaker and Eitri being involved in that. And then you had, you know, like we said earlier, the romance between between Scarlet Witch and and, uh, Vision and that backstory and bringing it was I like how it like brought everybody together and then went into like the last hour and a half. Um, I liked how it focused on Thanos and Thanos was kind of like the main character of this movie. Um, you know, it, it gave us like that. It it gave people the opportunity to feel sorry for Thanos because in no means am I like agreeing with Thanos or, but it gave people like that opportunity. It opened that window for people to agree with Thanos. And like see his see his way, um, instead of just saying you know hey this is a bad guy and he wants to kill half the population because he wants to, um, literally like that fight scene on Wakanda uh, as it's going on the sand like the fight scene on Titan oh so good, and then you know, um, Vision comes back and saves Captain America kills and kills Corvus Five. And or doesn't kill him, but stabs him because we don't know if he's dead or not. Um, but stabs him, and uh, then Cap's like something's going down. You know, everybody on me, and it gets dark. It gets like windy and quiet, and then Thanos shows up, and I was like, oh shit, it's about to go down. Um, you know, I, I I was actually like at work when the first trailer debuted, and I ran over from the front desk and watched it on the TV with like a group of like. 15 or 20 guests at the hotel that I worked at and we were all just sitting there watching it and we we're like, oh my God, like this is going to be crazy. Um, and I mean, oh, such a good movie. And, you know, there's never been a movie that I've like screamed in the movie theater, but when Thanos stabs Tony in the, in, and he stabs him with like his little the sword that he made, I was like, holy shit. Like I screamed and I was like, no way, dude. Because uh, I thought that was the end. Like I thought Tony was dying. And Thank God he didn't, but like, you know, hey, got we got to save Tony at all costs. Um, God, such a good movie. I can go on and on about this movie. So great, I love it so much. Oh, it's such a good movie. I'm like with you, Kevin. When the first trailer debuted, I was at work. I ran into the bathroom and I just like sat there for a second because I was like, oh my God, this is gonna be so good. Like. Um, can everyone hear me now? Yeah, yeah, I can. Uh, there was like a weird, like loud, like beep. I was like, oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I thought that was weird. Or whatever. No, I didn't do anything. I promise. Um, but that, oh god! And then there's a thing where, like, the beginning of it, the beginning, because 
you know, think about it this way. Like, Thor Ragnarok led into that shit because with the post-credit scene where you see Thanos' shit come from a, from below and every single Marvel movie we've had has had the beginning where you have the epic theme song and the comics go and you didn't have that. It was just silent. You just hear like over like the, the loudspeaker that pretty much as Guardians like begging, you know, for help and that's just not going to happen and the way that it open was so dark it was so just like uh, what am I watching right now Thanos just obliterating like and you see dead children and my poor man Loki just went out within the first five fucking minutes of the movie I was so upset (laughs) I was like I was like this isn't right man this isn't right at all um oh my god and so you just knew you knew from there that this is going to be an intense fucking movie. Um, and as you said, I can go on and on. Like, uh, the emotional, like, impact of all of everything, like Gamora pretty much telling Peter, you know, kill me, because if Thanos ever gets me, like, he's going to win. And that, like, you know, her just staring at him, like, begging him to kill her, even in you know, Thanos' arms is just so intense to me, like that whole entire scene. And um, one of my favorite aspects, obviously, was Doctor Strange and Stark together, like their banter, because we already knew that Doctor Strange was a like arrogant motherfucker and Tony can be arrogant. And having the two of them go back and forth was just so good. And at the end, it's strange pining for Tony's life with Thanos. Oh, that was just so good. Um, it's, like, hard to, like, pinpoint a thousand, like, different parts because every single scene is just amazing. But, of course, I, I've said this probably on so many, you know, shows before, but absolutely my favorite favorite scene is the scene where you, you know, Thor is getting his Stormbreaker and you think all hope is lost in the Battle of Wakanda and finally, he fucking comes from, like, above the sky, and it's just so epic. I think the whole entire, like, movie theater just screamed out because it's like, oh, holy shit. And he's just like, bring me Thanos! Like, oh, it was so amazing. It was so fucking good. And, of course, what this movie did, was able to do, was that we really thought that we were going to have an epic, you know, like, in the end everything was going to be fine, everything was going to be good. And the fact that, like, the movie theater was just quiet as, like, everyone starts disappearing, it was so good. Like, the one scene that, like, broke me was when Black Panther went to go pick up OK or Oki. Oh, my God, I'm so terrible. And he's like, this is no place for a warrior to die. And then he starts disappearing. You just see the look of horror on her face. Holy shit! It's such a good fucking movie. It was I, I, I know that Endgame is going to destroy us even more, but I just don't know how because Infinity War well, got like, destroyed me. Yes, and huh? then Rocket with Groot, and he's like Rocket and Groot, and he's like, no, no, oh. not again, not again. I was like, oh, oh. my god. Oh my god. Are we just when like not again? Like, like Spider Man, like. The no, we're not, we're not talking uh, about Spider Man. We're not talking about. No, that. we're not That's because too, too because oh. did you know? Did you know that Tom Holland ad-libbed that scene? Like, that wasn't even in the script. That wasn't even in the script. I don't feel so good. This, oh, oh my God. He, it did, like, and then Tony's just sitting there, like, looking at his hand. Oh, my God, I'm getting, like, emotional right now. It's just, 
holy shit, I'm going to stop talking and I'm going to let Ryan go because I need to hear everything he has to say about Infinity War. Ryan? Sorry, sorry, someone just texted me some shit. Um, where, yeah, um, what the fuck? I just lost my train of thought. Um, yeah, dude, the fucking Avengers, man. It's been here where it gave me that. <laughs> that movie was fucking awesome. Honestly, the Battle of Wakanda was kind of underwhelming. I thought, I thought it was going to be a little bit better than that, but I much preferred the battle on Titan because their, the dialogue was just so great between Peter Quill, Tony Stark, and Doctor Strange. The three of them are, like, the, the three cockiest motherfuckers in the MCU. And you put them all next to each other trying to make a plan on how to stop Thanos. It, it, it's pure genius. It was great. Along with that, the, through, don't even start me with the visuals. The visuals when Thanos and Doctor Strange are fighting with the gauntlet and his sorcery. Bro, that was great when he punched the wall uh. and, went and had butterflies. I'm like, why are your butterflies so fucking cool? Right? And it's great. And then you're like, wait. You you know you know that he had to give him the stone in the end when Doctor Strange said it. And I'm just dude, I'm just not even gonna mention how they fucked with us with that endgame title bullshit. The way they fucked with us was fantastic. And I'm I'm still a, a little bitter that the scene in the trailer of the Hulk and all them grouping up in Wakanda never made it into the film. Yes. Because, you know, the Russo's I'm and bitches. Sick about that. But other than that, oh, my God, man. It was great. Yeah, that's true. They, I, I didn't understand that, how we only got the Hulk in, like, the first, you know, the first five minutes. I'm, I'm feeling the, confident the in the game. We're going to get a lot of him. I mean, I hope so. The focus really was on Thanos and, like, a lot of Thor, which was, like, Oh my God! When we like, he was like, "Oh, what else do I have to lose?" And Rocket's like, "Me, I, I, I have a lot to lose." And then he loses Groot at the end, and and everyone, oh my God! I was like, "Kill me now!" This shit is like no fucking joke. That whole movie, like I, and then like Kevin, do we actually think that Tony is going to get his happy ending? I mean, he was planning his marriage yes. with Pepper. They're in the park. They, like, had a newspaper. You know, I mean, that was so funny when Stark's like, oh, yeah, con- uh, not Stark, Strange is like, oh, yeah, congratulations, guys. Um, I, I will like, not listen to any ban- to any blasphemy of Tony dying in Endgame. I, I will not hear it. No, he's not going to die. Tony's going to get his happy die. ending with, with Pepper, and they're going to have a little child, and it's going to be great. He's going to ride off in that new Audi that released that's, like, the Endgame Audi. And he's gonna, and that's gonna, mm, don't, so, I don't want to hear anything. Bro, I'm telling you, this is how Endgame is gonna end. Tony and and Steve finally come back together for the final fight with Thanos or whoever the fuck it is, and they come to the conclusion that someone has to make a sacrifice to reverse everything. And Steve gives Tony this giant speech and talks about how he Tony still needs Pepper to start his family and how um, Steve has been alone, so he needs to do this and he can finally be with his love. Um, fuck Peggy and how it all co- I, I guarantee that's what's going to happen and then they finally make amends with what happened in uh, Civil War and then they finally call each other brothers or say I love you and or some shit it's going to be some emotional shit I guarantee it and then that's how uh, that's how Cap goes guarantee it or he, say, or he oh says or he says and jumps off the cliff 
Oh, yeah. Give me that. I mean, that's a bad cap. But, yeah, shit. Dude, that's so fucking emotional. Like, that's so fucking emotional right now. Like, I could see it, too. Because it's like... They do, like, a statue or something in Cap's memory. And then that's how they're going to end the film. I I guarantee it? Yeah. Guarantee it. Rest in pieces, Cap. Candy ass. I don't know. Kevin's going to kill me. I think Tony's dying. I I don't think he's going to die in space. I think he's going to die, like, later on it and it's going to be something emotional and like Spider-Man's going to be present for it so it's going to be like a reverse like you know Tony had to watch uh, Peter die and now like Peter's going to have to watch him die and he's going to be like and Tony's going to be like you're like the son that I've always wanted and you know I had a bad relationship Uh, with my father and I need to like make it I I don't know I don't know I I, like hey man I'm just saying if the if the Russos are listening, or anybody involved in Marvel, if Tony goes, I go. So I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think this is a movie. This is saying. real life. But, I mean, does Robert Downey Jr. have any more contracts with the Marvel? I yeah, mean, I he think does. He's started extending it. They, the funny thing is they're both extending their contracts. But I think Chris Evans is just going to play, like, a cameo role from now on. If he dies, like that shit you saw in Spider-Man: Homecoming, where he did the teleprompt things for the gym class, more of those type of things. I feel like he's gonna do if he dies. And then, to- dude, yeah. one of them, whoever dies, is just gonna come back with cameos, guaranteed. Unless they do some more resurrection shit, would be which would be kind of dumb. But I don't know. I don't know. I just I like. Uh, I, it's like I don't want anyone to die. I remember one of my friends was able to see Infinity War before like anyone else, and I like I'm so bad. Like I wanted to know, but I also didn't want to know. And I went up to her and I was like, okay. I was like, who dies in Infinity War? And she like looked at me like point blank and she was like, who? And she was like, who fucking doesn't die in Infinity War? I was like, oh shit. Like, <laughs> And I'm trying. It's like I'm trying to like decide like who's actually like really dead dead. I think Gamora is like dead dead. I don't think Gamora is coming back. Dead. I mean, Loki is definitely dead. Oh, don't tell me that. It makes me so Heimdall sad. dead like, dead. I want Gamora to be dead oh. dead. I don't like Gamora. She's annoying. I, I want her to be dead dead. I think Gamora is dead I, dead. I think Loki is dead like dead. I think Heimdall is dead dead. Everyone before the snap is dead dead. Everyone before the snap is dead dead. Rest in ashes, we shall say. Yeah, I, my, I, you know, I prefer was... like if an Endgame, I, I wouldn't mind seeing like a couple of the Guardians die, maybe Drax. This time, this time to they, Yeah, do we ain't seen Guardians? They probably so are gonna kill off Drax. We ain't seen Drax. They're probably gonna kill off Drax. They're probably gonna kill off you know, Drax just because of. What's been going on with Dave Batista? He wanted out of his contract yeah. so badly. They're like, all right, well, then we're going to kill yeah. off your character then. No, Jack, Jack well, never died. I, I have the, he's invisible. I have the, right. I have the uh, <laughs> the easy solution for the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 problems of not having a director or whatever. Just kill off all the Guardians. There you go. Boom. Case closed. <laughs> all dead. There we go. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Rocket and Groot deserve to still be in the MCU. I'm sorry. Like, and you can have Thor. I'm glad that Rocket survived. I'm glad Rocket survived. Me too. I do like Rocket. I want Rocket to be a super big badass in Endgame. 
uh, it's like you have all these like humans around, and it's like, oh look, the talking raccoon is right here. Well, he's a rabbit, remember? The, the rabbit. Yeah. The um, rabbit's right. The rabbit is your leader. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, guys! Like Infinity War, it was just so fucking amazing. Like I watched that three times in the fucking theater. That shit was so good. Like. Can we just talk for a second about, like, Endgame's trailer was just so amazing. Like, I know Kevin was probably crying at the beginning. Uh, Oh, I wanted to tell you, Kevin, someone pointed out, right, like, how did Tony start, how did Tony start this journey, right? He was alone in a cave, like, sad and shit, and now at Endgame, how is he alone alone in space? Alone so, space, so like here's my theory on this. I okay. think that there's three, three, three scenarios. Um, well, if you look at the trailer and you look at Iron Man, like the way that Tony's just like sitting back up against the ship, it's like identical. Like his face is like the exact same of the way that he's looking like, and while he's in the cave in Iron Man, um, like it, it's weird how similar they look. Uh, but I think that. Either Captain Marvel is going to save him coming down. Like, I'm, I, I am convinced he's not dying in that spaceship alone. Like, there's no way you're going to kill no, he, Tony freaking Stark there's been seven in a spaceship alone. There's pictures of him going back in the past with Ant-Man. There's pictures of him yeah, going no back way. in the past with Ant-Man. So he's not yeah, dying. My, my man's not dying. Um, but I think Captain Marvel's going to eat. There's three scenarios. I think Captain Marvel saves him. Um, I think either, uh, like, on her way down to Earth or Pepper gets in that rescue armor and she goes up there and saves him. Um, or everybody's forgetting, like, when they were on Titan, Nebula was with him. And so I can totally see this whole thing, where, like, Tony's sitting in there. I think they're in two different ships. I feel like they're in two different ships. They were in two different ships. But, like, why would Nebula just, like, peace out Thank and Tony you. just stay there and just be like, whatever, Everyone like, I'm just going to stay here by myself. Crazy. No, they were in two different ships, but That's Nebula crash landed her ship. She crash landed yeah. her ship into Thanos. Um, but yeah. like my my theory is that you know he's sitting in there talking to the helmet, all depressed and sad. You know, you know it was all about you, Pepper, all about you. And the Nebula comes up from like behind the corner is like, who the hell are you talking to, dude? Like I can get us to Earth. <laughs> and he just like forgot that she was on the ship the whole time, or he didn't know that she was on the ship the whole time, and she's just like chilling in the back. And I was like, let's go to Earth. Let's, come on, let's go fight them. And I'm like, oh, there you go. Because, like, how's she, how she going to just, like, dip out and not take Tony with her or whatever? I mean, maybe they are, like, together. Because to me, it's, like, confusing that he's doing this whole speech about food and water running out, oxygen's going to run out. I'm like, what about Nebula? Maybe it's like he was just like, dude, I need, like, a moment to, like, talk to Pepper so hopefully one day she could, like, hear this, which, like, how the fuck is she going to hear it because he's in space? So how would Pepper ever get that dying proclamation? Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Yeah, it, it would yeah, be interesting. The trailer did wreck me. I've seen it numerous times. What are you guys more excited about in Endgame? Captain Marvel or Ant-Man? Captain Marvel by a lot. Captain Marvel by a lot. Yikes. Yikes. No, 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 Ant-Man. You you know she's going to come in there and just, like, whip ass. Those trailers for Captain Marvel? Can I bring something up real quick? Okay, go ahead. Can I bring something up real quick? So, 
talk about the fact that Thanos snapped his finger and half of the universe disappeared. How did fucking Nick Fury know that she's still alive? Bro, we know she could have snapped too. I'm just I saying. think it was just like a last oh. second like call for help. Maybe she maybe she didn't. I don't know. I tongue twister is she did snap and it was just a dream by Tony and he dies in space. Nope, not gonna happen though. Well, someone pointed out that like how would Nick know about the threat with Thanos in the first place? Someone pointed out that he's just seeing all this crazy shit happen. He thinks that it's like the scrolls doing their shit again. That's why he's reaching out to Captain Marvel and she's yeah, gonna come to Earth not realize it. Okay. I don't fucking okay. know. Like I don't know how that shit's gonna happen. I feel like I'm the only but, one who who's like not extremely like excited for Captain Marvel. I thought the trailers were okay. Okay. Oh, I'm excited okay. For Captain. You're also not excited for I'm... Aquaman. So <laughs> No, Aquaman is understandable. <laughs> Aquaman is understandable. <laughs> no, I'm Aquaman, not, I'm excited for. I'm seeing it on Friday, and it looks pretty fucking good. I know that I'm, Kevin's I'm seen seen Spider-Man it, tonight. Kane I'm excited. Seen you see Spider-Man seen into Spider-Man Spider-Verse yet? tonight? Oh, yeah, I'm seeing no. that tonight. I'm, I wanted Are to you going to write a review on it? I don't know. Has someone wrote a review on it? Because I also saw Once Upon a Deadpool a few days ago, and I just time to write a review about it. Oh, you saw Once Upon a Deadpool? Oh, it was so funny. I'm actually excited I mean, it's definitely to see an Deadpool inferior in version, India. but it's funny. That oh, shit man. was hilarious. I want to see great. that so badly. But, like, and I hate so spending money going, going to the movies. If you see it, stay all the way till the, the end, like, after the credits. If you see it. Like, stay till after they the credits? I really don't like Deadpool. Well, your opinion's invalid. Your your opinion's invalid. Not a big big Deadpool guy. I mean, I like the first Deadpool movie. Deadpool two was cringeworthy. Dude, it was so funny. What? Oh, the scene when they all jumped out of the airplane. You didn't laugh your fucking ass off. (laughs) Okay, I like there was parts where I laughed. I'm not gonna say like I didn't laugh, but like. The hype that it got, and everybody's like, oh, yeah, Deadpool, Deadpool. I'm like, mm, I'd really have Tony Stark. I love Deadpool, too. It's better than the first one, in my opinion. Yeah, not I big, mm, love Deadpool, me. too. That shit was so funny to me. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's happening with the whole Fox and Disney merger. I don't know if we're ever going to see, like, the likes of, say, Josh Brolin's Kate. Well, no. We wouldn't even be able <laughs> to have that cable fucking Josh Brolin. <laughs> Josh Brolin fighting Josh Brolin. Hey, I know you. I know you too. They would have to film it separately and then just like mesh it up together or something. I don't know. That would be perfect. And then Deadpool could Guys, come in and make an know, obvious joke. Mm. It's the 27th anniversary of Howard and Maria Stark's death. Mission report December 16th, 1991. And- Kevin mentioned that earlier. It's uh, it's Tony Stark's uh, that R.I.P. death day. R.I.P. man. R.I.P. Rest in peace, Howard. Gone too soon. That was such a fucked up way that they died. Oh my god! Like that was cringy. That was very Fucking very cringy. Uh, uh, all right, shit. guys. Well. <laughs> 
I, you must have been in the movies like, yes, yes, disappear, motherfucker. That's the thing. Everyone was like, oh, he's saying Steve is his last breath. And I'm like, all right, guys, this is not as emotional as, like, Spider-Man just, dying or freaking like, no. Groot dying. Like, no. Like, like when Bucky it. disappeared, I might, I may or may not have cheered. I was like, oh, my God, yes. Finally, I've been waiting for so long. But I felt sad, like that scene, that scene where Cap is just looking around, like so, like unaware of what the fuck is going on, and he's like, "Oh God," and that's like the last thing that he says, because it's like, what else would you say in that situation? It'd be crazy. You know who? You know uh, who knew what was going on? What? Tony who? Stark. That's why he's better than Captain America. Oh my. <sighs> I I can't with you, Kevin. It's not a competition. <laughs> Tony would have been All right, guys. Well, <laughs> poor Tony. Um, guys, this is an amazing list. Uh, to try and narrow down with all the movies what the freaking top ten is, and like we have so many more movies planned out in the next few years that it's going to be insane. I mean, I, we all know that Endgame would be on this list if it, if it actually, like, came out already, but there was no even debate that Infinity War was going to be number one. But I'm going to go through the list one more time to reflect for our top ten uh, mar- movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Number ten is Iron Man 3. Number nine is Ant-Man. Number eight is Guardians of the Galaxy. Number seven is Age of Ultron. Number six is Thor Ragnarok. Number five is Captain America Civil War. Number four is Black Panther. Number three is Spider-Man Homecoming. Number two is Captain America Winter Soldier. And number one is Avengers Infinity War. So fucking amazing. Such a great fucking list. Um... You know, so before we sign off, Ryan, tell us where can we find you? Uh, y'all can find me on Twitter at Ryan underscore Wardak. I mean, don't expect you guys to know how to spell that because everyone spells it wrong. But yeah, just find me on Tia's, Tia's shit. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ryan, for being with us. As always, it's amazing having your energy, and I'm glad that uh, mm-hmm. you brought that to today's top 10, um, despite waking up maybe a few minutes before this. So thank you. Uh, (laughs) Kevin, where can we find you? Uh, Twitter, you know, uh, at double O underscore Kevin. Um, And that's spelled O-H, like O, like O snap. Um, Like, oh, he snapped. Get it? Um, But, but, uh, yeah. Uh, thank you for having me on here. I enjoyed it. It was it was a good time. Like I said, I wouldn't miss this for the world to uh, talk about Marvel. It was the night my Marvel Christmas. All right. Thank you, guys, and, and thank you again for tuning in. You guys are amazing. Peace.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. 